So I have a question for you. In 1967, there was a study that indicated that 93% of communication was nonverbal. Now, there are some caveats to that story, but if 93% of communication is nonverbal, why are you still having low-quality voice calls with your customers? So as I mentioned, um, there was this study from 1967 by Marabian and Ferris that said 93% of all communication is nonverbal, right? Um, and uh, that's where this concept of the 55-38-7 rule came from, right? Which means that 55% of communication happens through body language, 38% is the tone of your voice, and only 7% is the words that you use. Um, now this has been sort of controversial because he was, you know, talking about, you know, single words and things like that, but there was other studies that came later. There's a Ray bird whistle study that said 60 to 70% of communication is nonverbal. Um, but even if it's, you know, 45, 50%, whatever it is, I mean, th there's a huge portion of communication that is just simply a nonverbal. And so that means that, um, if you're not seeing somebody, you're losing a lot in the communication, right? Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, for so long, we've been having, you know, conference calls on phones and stuff like that. And we've got this really crappy audio quality yeah. that we've gotten used to. But the thing is, prior to the pandemic, we had in-person face-to-face meetings that sort of moved the needle a little bit, right? And, and now we don't have that. So all we've got is this, you know, sort of low quality medium that we keep finding ourselves in. And I think that's one of the reasons why, you know, Sundish, you and I have been so focused on trying to help people improve the quality of the video and, and improve the quality of the audio that's going on uh, in these conversations, because I think it really makes a difference. And, I'll, and the one thing I'll say um, is that I noticed a difference when I started using a good camera and good audio in the conversations in that I think I was communicating better with people and I think they they reacted to me better. But I'll tell you, the thing that I'm finding now, now that you and other people have really upped their game, for me, it makes a big difference because... You know, we talk about the importance of gesturing, right? Mm -hmm. um, people who make more gestures come across as a warmer, more agreeable, and energetic, right? Um, but the other thing that's interesting about gestures is apparently it also helps people interpret the tone. Even when you're projecting a certain tone in your conversation, adding gestures into that really helps the uh, communication there. The other piece of it is that Facial expressions are really important. And the one thing that's really important about facial expressions is they, that facial expressions help convey empathy, right? Mm -hmm. And if you're trying to partner with somebody or, or form a good, solid relationship that you, know, you, you, can, you can leverage, that piece of empathy is really important. Um, that, that willingness to cooperate with somebody is, is, is going to be tied up in that, that, that empathy piece. And the other piece of it is like the ability to make eye contact or see the eyes, you know, that's, that, that, that conveys trustworthy, trustworthiness or, or helps you build a connection. And the other piece of it is smiling. The more you smile, the more people want to be, uh, you know, connected to you. The more right, people around you. You want to be around you the more likable you are right you know yeah. so those are all things that have gone away and now that we're a hundred percent you know virtual 
that stuff gets left behind. But I don't think it has to be. Uh, mm -hmm. And that's why I've been doing, you know, the, the videos on, on, on video enablement that I have and, and, and all those things. Um, so the reason I'm saying all that is because today we're going to talk, about, uh, talk to Sundish about his journey uh, into video enablement because what he's he's gone through quite quite a process you know starting with you know very you know more I've gone low quite end a bit gear. of money too Man. a lot of money he had a yeah. radical cashectomy uh, but but he's gone from you know like lower quality video and audio and sort of building built it up over time and now he's um, basically got everything I've got yeah <laughs> literally. So 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 Sandish, tell me tell me about tell me about your journey. Tell me about so, what you've yeah. experienced through all this and and what it's meant to you. Well, first, what's interesting is your stats. You know, what do you say the 55 387 55387, right? Yeah. And when when you put it in that type of context, this really starts to make more sense. But what's in it's like anything else, dude. When you first start doing something, when you first were, you know, pushing me into like, hey man, a better camera, better, you know, like, look, you told me to buy stuff in March timeframe during pandemic time, right? And so I, I bought all that stuff. I already have a new camera, a new microphone, new lights. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I've already upgraded because I saw the value in it already. And yeah. now standardizing with you is even even better so that we can just kind of maintain quality and consistency uh, you know, with us. And it's way easier for me knowing that I can rely on you to help me out. But the experience has been phenomenal. And I think it's one of those things where people aren't gonna believe us at first. Right. I think when we tell people, hey, you should go buy this for all your field sales teams, right, which is going to be a hard sell. But <laughs> yes, what if you gave all your sales teams, your engineers, your architects, uh, your sales folks, uh, your sales executives, management, they have nice quality audio video and the setup that I have courtesy of Chris Brandt absolutely believe that they're going to be better at their jobs i think they're going to be happier with their jobs i think they're going to feel more uh like look right now i got a big face of chris brandt in front of me and i feel like i'm talking to you you know yeah. and you're clear i can see your face i can see your gestures you know what i mean i don't feel like as distant from you you know um yeah. and so it that's just been huge and for me as a sales guy um i want to connect with people and I, I'm not able to do that right now. But maybe if I can't see them in great quality, at least they can see me and hear me, hopefully in good quality. And so their experience is nicer and just more pleasant. Yeah. You know, like you said, I want to be likable, right? And and if I and I need every all the help I could get. So if, if good audio and video help me do that, then that's what I'm going to do. Well, so so. I mean, have you heard back from people? I mean, because I know when I switched things up, I heard a lot of comments coming back to me. Yeah. I mean, what are you hearing from people? Yeah. I mean, people say, um, just the other day, someone said, this is the best the best video I've ever seen on any, po on, uh, on any video conference. So right there, right? It's like, oh, you know, great. Thank you. You know, uh, I'm getting a lot of that. You get a lot of, hey, what's that in your background? And wow, you got some really good, you know, 
very good lighting in the background and what's going on there and what's going on here. And so what it really does, it, it's, it kind of tells people about me a little bit, you know, and, and I'm really excited about playing around with that stuff in the background. Right now I got my kids kind of stuff that they've put together and I'm just, you know, slowly going to incorporate their stuff into my background and stuff, but it's really helping me define me a little bit. So even though people don't see me on day to day basis, hopefully they, what they do see on these video conferences kind of, they 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 stay more in touch with me yeah. but uh yeah the, the feedback is awesome yeah well i know one thing i i i'm starting to like my background's dry, starting to drive me nuts so i'm in i'm starting to piece together the next iteration of that because that's just yeah. like you know one of the things that i i uh i don't want to be stuck with a dark look all the time i want to have a, yeah. a look that i can go back and forth and the red color is kind of dramatic and all that is kind of cool but it's very limiting in what i can do so i'm going to probably go with some more of like a neutral gray kind of background that i can light to to bring different moods and, and colors right so i yeah. can either make it you know like i can make it dark red if i want by just putting you know the, that kind of light on it or i can you know have it as a more daylight looking kind of thing um, yeah, but I'm still playing with how oh, that's all. Well, and, and that's what part of the journey for me. Another data point I made a couple notes here is I'm realizing that there isn't like a a time where you're like done with this. There's no stopping point. It There's just no keeps stop. Going. It's just it's a continuous evolution. And and uh, you know, on the weekends, I'm just messing around with stuff. You know, See, does this work? I had this microphone on this side. Now it's on this side. I had everything set up this way. Now it's everything set up this way. I'm just trying to figure it all out. And some days I like it. Some days it drives me nuts. My background drives me. You know, like for you, like what you're saying, I want to try to see if I can make it more dynamic, but not so like laborsome for me. But I yeah. want to make it simple, but maybe I can switch things around here and there, you know, um, something pops up in my family, something happens. I think it's cool. You know, maybe put it up there, you know, Cubs are in the playoffs, you know, maybe I put something with the Cubs in the background, you know what I mean? So, but it's gotta be easy. Yeah. It's gotta be simple where I'm stuck right now is automating everything. Now I have everything, but if it takes me 10 to 15 minutes every single time to get it right, then that's a problem. So I, I really got to start creating standards. I got to automate, get me some of the stuff you're talking about with those plugs that I can get wireless access to and, you know, start to manage my camera through my laptop, things like that. You know, I'm getting all my lights on just on one strip so I can just turn it on and they just come on. Yeah. Uh, those are a pain in the ass kind of, you know, uh, <laughs> but but they're super worth it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, they're nice. And they're, they're, those actually have a remote control. So you, you might want to just I know think about that. And the wireless charging, yeah. you could just throw a wireless charger or just to plug them in and, you know, have them go too, and then have the, the, the iPhone app to, to control them. What I'm doing with those is basically they have three settings, right? They have the hue, the saturation, and the intensity. As soon as I turn it on, the, I know the he, I know the as soon as I put the intensity up, I know what color it is. And based upon what color it is, I know where I'm going to put it. Yeah. And so now I just got to keep it consistent. Just keep the hue and the saturate. Well, saturate is 100% every time. Now it's just a matter of, you know. But then you but then you get it gets easier, it gets easier, you know. Yeah. But there's well, a, and, a lot and, of moving parts here. Yeah, so so that's that's an interesting discussion point. So, you know, like it, you know, I think a lot of people look at this and they're like, "Oh my god, that's completely out of reach for me." You know, yeah. it's like I I don't know photography. I don't know all this stuff. I don't know how all, all that stuff works and um yeah. I mean, you didn't really know photography or anything. I mean, you you, you no. that was not in your you know, typical wheelhouse. 
Um, so what was, what was, how, how intimidating was it and how complex, complicated was it for you to do that? Extremely intimidating, but you know, uh, I have this good buddy of mine. Uh, he always told me, um, he's like, <laughs> the one thing's on this is you just got to get started. And so that's what I did. I just got started and I just jumped in, you know, chaotically ordering everything not really understanding how it all kind of fits together, but your video, the gear I use, was very, very helpful. So I was watching that while I'm now connecting everything and understanding what's audio, what's video, what's this cable for, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And it's like anything else. Once you get in it, and then you're like, oh man, I don't like this. I like it this way. I like it that way, right? There's some things that are just, it is what it is. It's the best way to configure it in, in the audio video is what it is. But this other stuff, it's like your own personal opinion and your own personal preferences, which then that's the hole that I go down, right? It's like, oh, I need it to be perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it is intimidating, but you get better and better. And now I'm super excited because now I am going to do family pictures with this camera. You know, I don't need to pay for those, for that lady to come here, you know, uh, and charge us. You mean people like my wife who's a photographer? I mean, I'd pay her any time. <laughs> I mean, by the way, she should raise her rates. I think she's phenomenal. Um, <laughs> she doesn't do but, too much uh, of the photography anymore. She's got her books and things now, but so, yeah. Okay, no, it's a good thing uh, you didn't make me feel bad about that one. <laughs> um, Sorry, photographers. <laughs> no, but you know, it is quite amazing. And look, like what amazes me is how clear everything can be and yeah. how how the audio can be. And again, I think people are going to not believe us, right? And that's going to be part of what we do, right? Is helping them along that journey. We helped our buddy Jeevan, right? Now yeah. look, people internally are now telling me, hey man, Jeevan's got this new great camera out there. Like you, you I was just on a call with him. It, it looks really, really good. I'm like, yeah. Same one that Chris and I have <laughs> exactly <laughs> configured the exact same way. Yeah. 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 And well, your, in your step-by-step, step, by the way, the other intimidating part is this. For a non-camera person or a non-photography person, is the EOSR, like there's so many options and there's so many buttons and there's so yeah. many widgets. And you got these terms like ISO and aperture and all this kind of stuff. And I don't, you know, Google is your friend, get on there and try to understand what that all is. But it's a little bit intimidating at first because it's like, how do I set all these different parameters? And based upon our use case, you kind of created the the eyes and the face recognition and all that kind of stuff. And so now I just have those like configured and set, you know, like that. But let's be honest, if you didn't do that for me, and, and that would have been um, hours and hours on a YouTube trying to understand way too much, you know, mm -hmm. but I got the cliff notes and I felt better moving on. Well, and may I, I've never actually published that on the site. So maybe I need to do that too. Or maybe make a video that just go, walks through the, some of those details. Um, yeah. Yeah. Because that, it, you know, but again, at first you're like all these different windows, right? When you're like, go to page six and it's the second option and set that to this or that. When it's that detailed and it's just like kind of like the click view kind of stuff, all of a sudden I start to understand what are those different settings and what is it actually doing, you know? Yeah. And why are we setting this? Why are we setting the ISO to this and the aperture to that, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, and like I said, maybe I need to do a little bit more uh, in-depth, uh, you know, video on on that stuff as well. But I'm I'm glad it, you know. And I think the the thing for you too is like I think you can get some of these things 
set and then you don't have to worry about it again. Right. right. And so once once that's been done, and you know, for some companies, I think, you know, their their technical staff could set those things up and get it all pre-configured and ready to go for people and then just, you know, ship it out and and you know, people can kind of mm-hmm. you know, it's ready to go, right? Right. Right. So. You know, another unintended consequence of a lot of this stuff too is you can have a great camera, you can have great audio, but if your internet is slow, it doesn't matter. Yeah, that's a big one too. And I think that um, I, I, one of the things that I've seen with a lot of people is um, their their internet is uh, just so problematic, but they they feel like, well, they, I've ran the speed test and it, the speed test shows me getting this great yeah. bandwidth, but the speed tests don't talk about uh, you know latency, latency and they don't talk about jitter and things like that. And those yeah. are the things that really screw up these connections. And um, I... I, I think you know the networking component of it is is a tricky piece for people to to figure out as well, and and I think that you know the problem is so many of these services have been were so incredibly oversubscribed when everybody started working from home, and they have not upgraded enough of their equipment to solve for some of those problems. And some people are out in you know remote areas where there just is not good you know there are not a lot of good connectivity options. I mean you know we're fortunate mm-hmm. to be near mm-hmm. Chicago. I'm in Evanston, which is you know got a lot yeah. of good options. Um, but even here, my my Comcast connection, their network was so completely oversaturated, I could not get it to work. And it started off really great, but you know, as as, a, as over time, as they added more subscribers and and people started working from home, my connection got so bad, it, mm-hmm. it just was unusable, and I had to switch to RCN, which you know they're newer in the area and they haven't they haven't oversubscribed their whole network yet. So um, I'm hoping it stays good. It's been actually phenomenal and i you know i went from like a 240 dollars a month spend to 78 bucks a month uh with way more bandwidth um i got rid of cable and things like that so it wasn't apples to apples yeah, but yeah. um yeah. but having that good connectivity you know being a cord cutter is a fairly easy straightforward thing these days so um you know people may need to look to- towards uh, other options um, yeah you know as, yeah. as that goes on so yeah, and it, you know, and in my opinion, now as an advocate for uh, all the employees out there in our industry, I would say that uh, companies should start thinking about investing into um, how to help their, you know, important uh, field customer relationship type people invest into their their success because. If you if you are investing in your company by doing that, you know, I think culturally being more connected to people, you know, like, again, man, you and I have a lot of great conversations and it's great when I can see you and we, you know, we can go back and forth on things. We can, I can tell when you're getting frustrated or you're happy or you're sad or we're laughing or whatever it is. I can sense that, you know, uh, and that's important that we can get that. Yeah, we, we almost never have just voice only conversations anymore, which I right. think is really interesting. And you know, yeah. like you know, we work with Adam and and and, and that. And I mean, when I call him, yeah. I never have it. It's always yeah. some Zoom call or something like that. I mean, the phone is just not happening or FaceTime call, right? Right. Um, it's 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 funny how quickly we shifted in that. And now I I don't know that I could go back to just you know talking on the phone exclusively anymore. It, I know. Well, it, I'm on the phone a lot. So it just depends on, because these days, man, everybody's just scheduling meetings. And so that's a little frustrating. But um, 
you know, if I don't need to be on the, if I'm not going to be doing too much talking and I don't need to be too engaged, I don't turn it on to be honest, but the, the ones that are important, right? The ones that I want the engagement, you know, we have some meetings that might only be 30 minutes, but they're super important, right? Yeah. We're trying to negotiate or we're trying to solve a problem or something, you know? Yeah. So if there are things that you want me to explain for you, Feel free to leave that in the comments and, and I'll, I'll try to address uh, some of your concerns. Maybe that's a, in another video or I can just, you know, just answer you directly in the comments. But if there's something you don't understand, and you want to understand, let me know. Uh, and if you like what you saw, please click on that like button. Hit that subscribe button uh, because that helps a ton for the channel. And if you want to get notified when I post new content, click on that bell icon and you will get those notifications. I will see you in the next video.